Blog Talk Radio. Mr. Pop. The views and opinions of this show do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of this network and its affiliates. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Audible. It is Monday night. You know what that means. It is time for the Audible here on this. I'm, I'm hyped. I'm hyped to be doing this show right now. Back again with the, my favorite GM, Nelson Lozano. Nelson, what's going on, brother? What's going on, KT, man? You know it's always a pleasure. Um, these are the, the times we look forward to the most, right? Uh, these Mondays where we get to talk, you know, SFL and, and really get to deep dive into certain things, right? So it's exciting to be here, man. Did you enjoy your Memorial Day week, uh, day and weekend and all that stuff? I did. Last Monday, and I wasn't on the show, obviously, last Monday. Last Monday is like the first time I've really been outside with other people in like 16 months. So <laughs> I I went. So, so, so I definitely went in. I definitely went in last week. No, I don't blame you. You know, I ended up uh, talking about it on Twitter, but I saw my family for the first time in almost two years. And uh, it was beautiful to, to be able to spend time with people, um, you know, especially this pandemic. I think I didn't realize how much time went by until I saw some of my family members. And I was like, wow, like their kids are like up to my chest and stuff. I'm like, dang, man, it, it felt like so long. It went by. <laughs> so I'm glad you got to enjoy it. So, um, tonight's agenda, right? We're going to talk a little bit about SFL honors, um, some of the folks that were involved, congratulating them, talking about it a little bit. And then we'll have uh, Dwayne, the co-owner of the St. Louis Gladiators, on to discuss about the, glad- the Gladiator organization, what's going on, what needs are needed. Um, and, uh, and then we'll, later on, we'll have Connor Weston on, the GM of the San Diego uh, Mavericks as well, will be on to discuss San Diego and what's going on there. Um, so, very excited night today. Uh, Casey, how about we start talking about the SFL Honors people who are were nominated as well as who were the folks that won? Well, I, first of all, I have to say that, you know, I, I watched uh, much of the Honors program on Twitch, and it was a great um, it was a great program to watch. I had my wife watch it with me, and she was just like, just just, just wowed at how great it was. And uh, my first shout-out, I had to give it to Tom Pepper, Offensive Player of the Year, um, I know us at Portland, we play Vancouver this season, uh, and, you know, we saw firsthand how great Tom Pepper is at the QB position. So that's the first shout-out I really want to give. And the other shout-out from the honor I really want to give out, too, is to Ashley Jackson and Dave Axis, who were um, both awarded co-community ambassadors. Um, they do great work, Axis Live, every uh, Tuesday and Thursday. Um, Ashley Jackson, where her shows that are just On amazing, very oh, in-depth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a very in-depth in how she gets um, how she gets a lot of players more known, and she asks really good questions and really gets to know these players. So she does such an awesome job. So first of all, Tom Pepper, great job, and Dave and Ashley, great job as well in getting the word out and helping um, and helping create this brand of the SFL and getting the word out and just helping build the brand. So those are my two big takeaways and honors um, yeah. that we got. Yeah, and I, and I think, again, the work that a lot of content creators put in, right, it's, 
you, as we know, right, like we put a lot of work into what we do. And a lot of times to go above and beyond like Ashley does, like Dave does. I mean, Ashley too has, has account of, of helping a lot of people not skip on the league, right? Like not go ahead and, and make an exit. And now that person, that personality is no longer here. Like she goes and stops people from doing that and really helps them see, you know, what this community is all about and to reach out and, and, and outside of, you know, again, I don't know you, but I'm still going to reach out to you, make sure you're okay. Those are big things for her to do. Um, it's awesome to see her win that. And Dave, again, picking up a lot of, Dave cares about the community, community as a whole. Mm-hmm. And he's willing to always put himself out there for, for the best of the community, right? Like he doesn't mind if the topic is, again, um, for the community's sake, right? But if a topic is a little bit sensitive or, or something that, again, maybe most folks don't want to touch upon, he will if it's in the benefit of the community. But he's done also also a really great job of um, kind of setting rules and setting examples for some people as well. I know he definitely stands for what he believes in, uh, but he is also a person to kind of, in certain situations I've seen that were kind of big and, and people wanted to continue on on that topic, he kind of shuts it down and say, all right, look, man, we already beat this, you know, beat this horse down. Let's move on to the next. So I think, again, they're, they're both two different aspects of being ambassadors um, that are needed. Right? They're needed to, to help really solidify what we have here, the community, right? And that's what people always tell you, right? It's not so much just the gameplay or the broadcasting. It's the community behind it as well that really makes that difference. And then Eddie Gage, too, for him to go ahead and – um, a few years, go ahead and turn this, you know, get this organization where it's at now, and then be considered that with having Ashley Jackson in that organization as well, that was the community ambassador, uh, really having a great team in front office to support him to have that championship. It's pretty awesome. Now, we were talking about, I think, the All-Stars. Did you, oh, who, who ended up making it? Do you have the list of the folks that ended up making it from the All-Stars on the West and the East? I do have in front of me. Um, I, I have to start. We, we have to be homers for like a hot second on the show. We have to start with the Portland, uh, the Portland delegation who made the team. Uh, Bob Funk. We got Shaw Allen, Mel Davis. Those defensively and as a defensive guy, I can say this: those were the anchors of our defense this year. So we definitely have to shout out those guys on defense. Um, you know, running back. I know that. Uh, I know that our guy. Well, offensive. Rookie of the year. Um, yeah, big love. He didn't make the all. He didn't make the. He didn't make the. He didn't make the all star team. But great year from him. Um, listen, I think, and I know I look at this list of all stars, and I've been in the league for two seasons. I've watched two seasons before, and looking at the all star list, you just see kind of the balance of this league, and you kind of see how. You know, and we saw it throughout the playoffs. We saw it throughout the regular season. I feel like there's so much balance. Where on week to week, you don't know who's going to win. We know we have yeah. favorites. We know we have teams who are like kind of upper echelon. But we definitely know that even those teams that are trying to get to that level of of Denver, they're not that far off. So look at the both East and the West. You just see the balance of the league and how you know Denver's not going to have an easy time of it next season because there's so many teams chomping at the bit to get to where they are now. So. That was the biggest takeaway I saw from this All Star team, besides our guys in Portland. Um, it, it was just, it was just, I, this game's gonna be awesome. Yeah, and it's gonna be a, a battle. We know what you know, what's our players going on and playing for the West, right? It, 
you know, that defense is definitely going to be very, uh, very uh, dynamic, right? Uh, Mel, this is his, I think, if I'm not mistaken, third time making it, you know, being involved mm-hmm. in the All-Star game. Uh, Bob's fun first time, Sean Allen's first time, and Derwin's first time. And, you know, it, it's awesome to see the rookies that we drafted ended up, you know, getting put into the All-Star. Now, do I think there should have been more of our team? Of course, I'm going to be biased and say there should have been more of our team on there, right? But, um, <laughs> you know, it's awesome to see that. And it's awesome from the perspective of the front office. It, it, it gives you a little bit of that tingle. And it's also, too, even being considered for the front office of, of the year, right? Like, that was something that was really great because – um, in two years' time, and, you know, it was our sister organization, I, you know, that, that won it with the Fort Worth Toros, so shout-outs to them. It was, it was an honor being nominated in such a short period of time. And then, again, folks like the Toros, folks like Las Vegas, I mean, there were some really hard hitters on that list. Um, so it was awesome to see everybody come, kind of come together. Now, uh, the other sides, right, so the folks that are all playing on the All-Star game, uh, you know, we got Tom Pepper, Ace Finnick, uh, Gerard McChesney, uh, Robert Redford, uh, R.E. Mills, Donnie Hans, Doug Britton, uh, John Blades, uh, E.R. Sims, K.L. B- uh, Barrett, uh, Stephen Hacker, uh, Robert Garrett Jr., Jack Flash, Mike Newton, uh, E.J. DQ, uh, D'Amico Ryan, Gene Benazzi, uh, Ryan Caudell, uh, Caudell. Uh, Got to get these names right. Uh, Mark Mello, uh, Derwin Nuevo, our guy, right? Des Troyer, Derwin, Dan yeah, Tritt, uh, Catherine Harrell, uh, Buddy Blaze, Slynn Shady, Josh Farnsey, Mel Davis, BJ Loveless, Ragler Law, Iverson Gamble, uh, Adam Leach, Max Jackson, Sean Allen, Major Keith, Bob Funk, Kramer Jackman as the kicker, and then Dustin McCrack rounds out that well, crew. Anybody from – yeah. Real fast though, that linebacking core from the West between you know Mel, BJ Loveless, Buddy Blaze, who um, who, who I played with in Chicago, Josh Farnsey, that's a formidable linebacker core. Yeah. In in at any point, I mean that's that's you want to talk about all stars on defense. That linebacking core itself, that's like a brick wall for running backs, tight ends, receivers. Cause a lot of these linebackers can play in coverage as well. So the linebacking core in the West is insane. And don't sleep on that, those with Derwin and Mello. Um, Mello had an amazing, you know, winning defensive rookie, right, if I'm not mistaken, right? Was I right about that? Mm-hmm. Did he win defensive rookie? So, yeah. uh, he did? I believe so, yeah. I believe so, right? If not, Eddie will correct me in the chat, right? Um, it's, it's, again, those two, right, led the league when it came down to sacks on the sides, right? Um, so, and – Mello had a great uh, tackle for loss. Derwin had, had things that nobody else had. Like, my man had two pass deflections. Like, who has that as a defensive end, right? Um, as well as, you know, forced fumbles. He had, he had a couple forced fumbles as well. So, imagine those two dynamics coming from the West on both sides. You got that linebacking crew. Like, it's going to be amazing. But we can't sleep on some of the, the offensive people, right? Like, Tom Pepper. I mean, one, one the offensive uh, uh, player of the year, right? Um, so I'm expecting great things. Ace Fennick did really well as, as well, taking care of the ball down uh, in, in, in Lone Star, right? Uh, we know McChesney. Like, McChesney now going M- off. This is MVP. a great thing here. Yeah, huh? MVP, uh, right? You said it, right? MVP. Yeah, so, and again, Redford ain't somebody to sleep on either. Like, these are 
some really strong offensive players. Ari Mills has played really well. And then you come up to the wide receivers, and it's a lot of great ones, right? I mean, Hackett's been around for a while. D.R. Sims has been around for a while. John Blades have been, you know, here for a while. But you got some newcomers like Doug Britton, right? Doug Britton has, has put on here. Donnie Hands, who did really well in Arizona, was on here as well. And K.L. Barrett. So you have some really strong people there. And then don't forget, again, the tight ends uh, with Jack Jack Flash and, and Robert Garrett. I think that's really strong. And then I love to see that there's linemen this time around. I think that's a huge piece of the, of the league that we end up missing. Um, I see a lot more teams doing it. But the, it, it's going to be very interesting seeing what's on the West. Now, I do want to show East some love before we kind of move on from this subject. But uh, on the East team, we have uh, Ron Cochran, uh, Christian Christensen, Reggie Streeter, Kevin Say, uh, Ivory Irvin, Butch uh, – uh, Gosh, why am I struggling with this? Buchanan, Simmons, um, Ken Gosselet, uh, Gabriel Manning, Eagle Mondavi, Bill Cherry, uh, Butch uh, Menninger, hopefully I said that right, Greg McDonaldson, uh, Michael Potter, uh, Leonard, uh, Leonard uh, Sr., uh, Joseph Wade, Jamal Wooding, Phil Koss, uh, Chris Andrews, Al Walker, William Davidson, Phil Hall, uh, David Tilly, Jack Brown, Acquainted Shine, um, J. Mark, Espen Rael, Rodney Panini, Tanner Hendricks, Davidson Joseph, Ryan Davidson, Tank Bennett, Troy Loshaw, Suko Lamano, Goose, oh, sorry, Moose, Moose Papinon, uh, Giovanni Bolt, Amanda Moyer, and rounded it off was Mike, uh, Marcus Agrippa, the punter for uh, Florida, rounding off the East team. Has there any, was there anybody on there that really stood out to you um, on either side of the ball? I mean, for the West, we talked about defense. For the East, is offense. I feel like you look at um, Ron Cochran, you look at Reggie Streeter, Kevin Say, who was our guy who got drafted by D.C., Gabriel mm-hmm. Manning, who, you know, I, I make a frown every time I say his name because I remember <laughs> when, we, when us in Chicago played him last year and he was just catching touchdowns, running kickoffs back on us. And I still stand by this statement that I think Gabriel Manning is probably the most explosive offensive player in the league to this day, and I will hold that down completely. Um, Eagle Mondavi, we saw him this year, and he he burned us a lot this year when we played. We talk about the West defense, the the East offense, that's that's the immovable force and object, whatever the phrase is, um, what phrase that is. That's yeah. a matchup you want to see. You want to see that linebacking core and that West secondary go up against, you know, the running back streeter and say, and, look, and those wide receivers who are just really, really explosive and really, really fast. That will be a matchup to watch. Yeah, I think, it, you know, you got Cochran who is somebody who really stays um, on there. And <laughs> uh, Eddie Gay says, Harish Prasad is the SFL's best route runner. It's true. I didn't uh, best, see, uh, best route runner. Best route runner. Yeah. <laughs> explosive, explosive, like big play. Manning touches the ball; he he can be gone at any second. So I yeah. just, I'll give him I'll give him that for route runner, but I think for explosive, I definitely have to give it to Gabriel Manning. And I'll say that the 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 wide receiver core, right? Respect to to our West wide receiver core, right? Um, but these are big names, like you said. I mean, Ivan Irvin, right? He can really pop the top off. He did it for a lot of times in Baltimore. Uh, really popped off that top. We brought up Eagle Mondavi. We talked about Gabriel Manning having huge games, right? Um, so I feel like it's it is a crew. And then again, Reggie Streeter, 
was, you know, mm-hmm. at, at one time the MVP as well, having that monster season, right? Uh, really being the top in rushing yards. Uh, you have uh, and he Kevin came Stay, who's been growing up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think Streeter came on towards the end. I know a couple of times when, you know, Ben and I hosted Audible, we were just waiting for Streeter to kind of have that, like, breakout game that early in the season he wasn't having. Towards the end of the season, you definitely saw Streeter. And you definitely saw him get used a lot more than when he was getting used early in the season. Yeah. It's going to be interesting, too. The line has some interesting people, like Leonard Butler Sr. I mean, he's done really well for uh, Louisiana uh, on there. And then you have Greg McDonaldson, who did really well with Florida, which is going, you know, all the way to the championship, did really well. So I think there's some really good uh, people on both sides. I think you're right. It's going to be more of an offensive versus defense, and, and how is that going to be? And But, again, if the West don't sleep on that, 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 that uh, offense is just, again, when you're comparing the offense of the East, it's a, it's a little bit more explosive from what we've seen. But I think it should be a really great game. I didn't, I didn't think I heard who's coaching the games, but whoever are, best of luck to you. Uh, it's really exciting. Uh, to hear. But, uh, Keiichi, you got anything else on this subject before we continue on? Uh, no, it's just it, I feel like the SFO honors is that, that, that prelude to the resignings and getting ready for the next season. So it was, it was like I said, it was, just a, it was just great to see the names and great to go on Twitter and just see the teams represented and the team shout their best players out. It was just a really cool thing to say. Yeah, I think so. And then, yeah, you're right, right? Speaking of uh, signings, and Eddie Gates said coaches haven't been determined yet. I don't think so. If they haven't, you know, whoever that ends up being, best of luck. You're basically going to have the best of the best to play with. Um, so whoever is the lucky person being the coaches, um, you're going to have a lot of fun, right? Um, but any event, uh, before I, I kind of got distracted on there, um, no, I think uh, the all you know, the signing period, what's happening now. It's really exciting, not just seeing where everybody's going to – who's going to sign with their teams again, right? Like, again, some teams are having those conversations about, you know, budgets and things of that sort. So you don't know who's end up, you know, maybe saying, hey, I want to try free agency, see if there's a team out there that might not have to make that cut or whatever the case may be. So you're going to see some more people potentially go into free agency. But when that happens, um, we're going we're gonna to see where everybody – who signs, where does everybody land, and then – going off into the draft, which is very exciting as well, uh, which on Fridays we have more of that draft show for rookies uh, to get interviewed. And this show is for rookies to call in, which, again, KT, if you can give them the number real quick on where to call, because we will be having our first guest of the evening, Dwayne, the co-owner of uh, the uh, St. Louis Gladiators, will be on here shortly uh, to discuss about the Gladiators. So, um, KT, can you give them that number real quick? Yes, if you want to call in, ask some questions, it's 515-605-9847, 515-605-9847. And if any questions for the upcoming uh, leadership of two of the finest SSL franchises in the league. Yeah, perfect. And the KT, I'm, like, again, with signing, I'm very excited to see, too, how that new automated system works. Um, I think – uh, we're all kind of waiting for it. I know that's kind of gave a little bit of a delay on the signing period. But what that system can potentially do is game-changing, right? Um, it gives the staff an ability to be a little bit more uh, focused on, you know, they don't have to just solely focus. Like, it's time-consuming everything that goes on into signing and what they have to submit in and put in. And some things could be incorrect if X, Y, Z is happening. Like, Cam did a great explanation about it. 
um, but it's it's going to be definitely huge. So um, I'm also excited looking into that. But anyways, let's get Dwayne on here, um, get him started. And we're actually going to, when we get him on, let me do my introduction like I normally do when people come in here, right? Um, Dwayne, you there? Yes, sir. All right, before we get started, I have to say happy birthday. Today is your birthday today. Um, so I do want to wish you happy birthday on air. Uh, Eddie Gage also wishes you a happy 25th birthday. Um, so it looks like, uh, you know, you, you, <laughs> it, it, thank you again for being here um, tonight on your birthday. It's, it's definitely really uh, appreciated, and I appreciate you taking the time being here tonight. I appreciate it, Nelson. Eddie's off by a few, but that's okay. I, I won't hold it against him. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it, it comes to a point where I take 25, you know. It's not, not too bad. But, um, again, so leading off to St. Louis, you guys had an amazing, like, season of, of coming through. And, and I know it didn't go the way that you wanted it to the end, but I think the Gladiators made a standpoint where a lot of people, you were starting 5-0, five, five and oh, um, really were like, wow, you've got to be looking at St. Louis a lot more. And that's awesome, right? Um, I, I think that what you've been doing there um, in, in the organization, you've are made an establishment with your front office, with, you, with your staff, that I feel like now, yeah, it's that next step. You know, I'm very excited to see what this upcoming season is for you because the, the gameplay that you had on the field last season and the engagement of your team, I mean, it was, it was really great. Um, hats off to you, right? Like, I think you've been doing an amazing job with how the direction of St. Louis has been going. And, I, again, like, this is on you, but I do want to share, like, it, it's been really great to see the transition in St. Louis. And, it, and it's not saying any way that you were in a, in a bad spot, um, but I feel like a lot of things are, are just so positive. And even you hear people in the community speaking very positively about what St. Louis has been able to accomplish. And that's always great because um, I know – there was an issue with that in one pass, and I'm glad that now that's something way in the past, and St. Louis can be a contender going forward. That's that's really awesome. So, uh, tell us a little bit about the team. Like, how did the Gladiators come to be? How did that whole situation happen on, on, on had St. Louis having a team? Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, so uh, the St. Louis Gladiators uh, were founded by. Uh, Colin Norfolk, uh, everybody knows his player as Colin and Douglas, and uh, he brought in myself and uh, a couple other staff members that have since left the league. Um, we won't really go into that, uh, but it, so now I, I'm the co-owner. Started out offensive coordinator, uh, ran defense a few times, basically was uh, – the general manager, and uh, I've done I've done various jobs throughout the league too uh, for the front office for St. Louis. Uh, we're going into now uh, in season 17 our 10th season in the SFL, and yeah, it is really appreciated that uh, everybody uh, has uh, you know seen. Uh, the change in us and, and that we uh, we've improved and uh, you know uh, Colin and I have felt that we've always improved. Um, yeah. it, it, we, we've always improved every season some way. It wasn't necessarily always on the field, but we uh, 
you know, we learn something every season, and then yeah. we we uh, put that into practice. Uh, come around season 14, we knew that we needed to change the culture and make it more of a positive. We can do this. We can win. We we just have to believe in it, and we we have to bring in the people that believe in in, in take, uh, taking the time and the dedication to get us to that next level. And you know, we uh, the change has been evident. And I uh, we brought in uh, uh, Drew really as uh, our minority owner at the end of uh, season 16 or at the beginning of season 16 because uh, Drew's been with us since season 12 and he's been instrumental in uh, the game plan for how to change that, getting uh, getting the right people into the right places uh, in order to put us to that level. Uh, So, yeah, uh, yeah, we uh, came into expansion in season seven with uh, the Atlanta Swarm and uh, the uh, now Florida uh, Storm. And uh, we were the uh, last team uh, announced, essentially. And uh, there was only supposed to be two. And then uh, we ended up, because the voting was so close, um, we we ended up being let in, too, when there was another team that wasn't quite fulfilling its uh, obligations at that point. So they, just, uh, you know, admitted us uh, into the league. And we've just been at it. Uh, St. Louis came about because of the fact that they had just lost the Rams at that point. And yeah. it, just, just, it just sounded like a working class uh, kind of city, uh, hard-nosed, Football dedicated. That, that that was before the Cardinals went to the World Series too. So they had there had been a long time since St. Louis had really had much going for it in um, in in football or, or in sports in general. And you know now look at what happens. You know the uh, Cardinals go to the World Series. The Blue, Blues uh, go uh, to the Stanley Cup a few years ago, and you know we're we're in the playoffs uh, two of the last three seasons. So we're we're excited to be a part of bringing you know an iconic city back uh, to their sports roots. Yeah, and that's a city that has a lot of iconic teams through it as well. So it is awesome that you that you brought a, another football team to St. Louis to to share with some of these other great organizations. Um, and, and even prior organizations that used to be in St. Louis. So, and the color scheme as well. Like, how did you come up with the green and in, in the uh, gold? The uh, the original concept that Colin had was uh, St. Louis Explorers, and we were going to use the Archer logo. And um, uh, the uh, and uh, the colors were actually kind of a takeoff of. Uh, University of Miami uh, with the uh, with the green and the uh, orange, but uh, uh, there were owners that didn't quite like that that concept uh, when we were applying to become an expansion franchise. So uh, Demond Simeon uh, sent us uh, uh, 
because Colin is a uh, you know he uh, uh, went to he's going to the uh, Eastern Michigan University and his uh, uh, grandfather uh, who passed away a few years ago he, he was a big Michigan Spartan uh, reporter so they wanted something a little, a little bit based on uh, the Spartans with a little bit different color. So that was where we came up with the concept of using uh, the, the logo in the game and, and the gladiator and the gold and, and the green. Uh, a little, there's a little bit of a nod to Notre Dame in it uh, as well. But, it, it, you know, it's a little bit of a, I guess, harder edge, which was what they were looking for. Um, they, they thought the Explorer was a little bit uh, too tame of a of a mascot, so that was that was where that concept really came about. And at first, because I've never I, I I'll I'll just come out and say it, and I don't mean to offend anybody, but I I had had a long time hatred of Notre Dame uh, just because growing up on the West Coast and seeing the uh, uh, you know the, the a coach that they used to have, and uh, and also the uh, uh, you know the, they're beating USC and Washington and uh, all the teams I used to root for for uh, you know and and uh, that they always would find themselves in the national playoff picture. I I, yeah. I didn't really at first I was like oh no not a Notre Dame look but. You know that it, the look and the color of it now, uh, I love it, and, and it it really pops on the yeah. field. And we we've been able to do a lot with it with the logo design, and I I think it's get the gladiators and, and the concept of of kind of uh, I think it fits the city a lot, kind of a yeah a fight yeah I was gonna say that for yeah I was down. gonna say that yeah I was gonna say it fits that hard nose. Uh, kind of culture you were talking about with that St. Louis very hardworking city, and then yeah, you're right. The colors are very, very like you're not going to get it confused with anybody if you see it. So uh, with the green and the gold, as I used, I grew up on on watching. You're right, Notre Dame used to kill it back in the day. Um, so I know a lot of people hated them, but I was always a fan just because I, I liked the leprechaun that was on it. Right, growing up as a kid, and then I thought the colors mm-hmm. of navy and gold was pretty cool, but it, I think, again, you're right. Just the color combination that you have and the representation, I think, all come together really well um, to make what, what the team is now. So um, what is the culture like in, in in St. Louis now? Well, you know, we, we've always – we've been kind of the underdog, un, underappreciated, uh, you know, uh, uh, the kind of – uh, even uh, when we've uh, been on on the upswing, we, we kind of uh, we've been under the radar a lot of the time. You know, you listen back to some of the podcasts when we were on undefeated, and it's like like people were just starting to understand by mid season, you know, that we we were a pretty good team. Uh, yeah. But we, we like that, and we uh, and you know we we like to be able to uh take people by surprise or or to to show you know uh, if they they take us a little bit lightly we're going to take the fight to them and we're, we're you know if you may be 
an undefeated team, and we're we're going to go out there and we're we're going to give it our best shot, even in a down year, uh, to try to put a W on the board and fight to every down. And you know, uh, we we've, we've got the whole single bar uh, city uh, that adds that. Uh, it not only does that uh, harken back to the old days of professional football, where they all wore the one bar on their helmet uh, and you could see their faces, but it also is a little nod to the gateway arch uh, for for St. Louis. Uh, That was kind of an idea that Eagle Mondavi came up with. um, Yeah, that's a a pretty good, uh, yeah, that's a pretty good concept there. Like I thought that maybe a lot of folks had it just because they liked the style of it. Uh, But now that you kind of put that with the arches that St. Louis is known for, it is a good little, kind of tidbit to share, like kind of fun fact. I think if we did like an SFL um, Jeopardy or something of that sort, that would be like a fun little fact to kind of share um, on, on on that representation. That's pretty cool. Um, now, yeah, yeah but we'll, just one little thing on the culture, though, too. We, we do also see ourselves as a team on the rise. You know, we're a younger team right now. Um, you know, we've got a uh, – few people that have been on the roster for a while uh, that are um, among our ownership and uh, coaching staff. But other than that, everybody's been with us three or four seasons at the most. And uh, we're really building something here, uh, you know, and we're, uh, you know, we've laid down the foundation uh, for, for some lean years. Uh, where we struggled and had some ups and downs, and now uh, we're really building upon what we have with uh, the people we have. Uh, so that that's the kind of uh, culture we're looking to continue um, in this next phase uh, in our history. Yeah, and like I said, I feel like you have some really great representation too off of the field, right? Eagle um, with you know, helping with Dave's show and then having his own thing on the side that's been very, very successful, right? Um, that's awesome to represent and, and have that part of the Gladiator organization. And then you also have, um, gosh, why is he slipping my name right now? He's Louise. He also helps out with access. I don't know why I am having a blank. Oh, yeah, yeah. Gerald Winkler? Gerald yeah. Winkler. I'm sorry. Wink. Yeah, right he's on. our – yeah, Gerald Winkler is also our uh, – he's a co-GM with with Eagle, but yeah, he he helped with the Access show for for a while. He's kind of behind the scenes a little bit uh, now, but um, but still, like it's still know, a representation of the of, of of the organization outside of just being in the organization. And then Colin, right, with uh, broadcasting and everything else, mm-hmm. having that, um, you have a lot of people who really represent your organization well and really help, um, you know. Change that story, right? And even too, you're you're drafting a Christian Brown. Um, I think it was awesome. He had a really great year. I felt like as a rookie uh, QB, and and really solidified that 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 area for you, um, and, and gave that strength with Eagle. You know, who's who really had a I felt like a breakout year, right? That's why he became an All Star. Um, and just you know, you have also too a defense that isn't one to sleep on. Um, I feel like, right? You have a, a defense that I feel 
also needs to be respected. And Cairo as well, right? Didn't want to forget Cairo. But I think you really have some really good key things. And you're right. It's a young team. Um, but it's a young team that's moving in the It's very exciting to see. And, and you're right. Maybe there is some underdogs. But I felt like last season people started voting more for St. Louis then I felt like if it was a year, a season prior to, they probably would have already written you guys off. So I feel like that's awesome as well to give you now a better opportunity because they see the competitiveness even more. And I mean, you guys pulled out some really big games last last season. So uh, kudos to that as well, and to the coaching staff on that as well. Uh, now, how is the locker room in St. Louis? Yeah, well, our locker room is. Yeah, I mean, we've always really had a very positive, uh, very friendly, very active locker room. Uh, right now, you know, with Guy Clausen over here, uh, he says good morning and ask, you know, it does wellness checks of how everybody's doing. Uh, always, uh, people are dropping in with topics of conversation. Congratulations on different uh, kudos that people get. Uh, you know, I I had like the happy birthday wishes all over the place today, all all throughout the league, but especially in my locker room. Um, yeah. So that that's great. But uh, you know, we we take losses in stride, and we were uh, very very supportive and 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 have a lot of fun when we have the wins. Uh, we we uh, last. The last couple of seasons, we've had some voice chats going on during uh, during the games where we're all watching and talking about the game and uh, going over what we're seeing, you know, during the game, and and that that's a lot of fun, even yeah, you know, through the frustrating mo- moments, and but we have a lot a lot of fun fun with each other, like in the Las Vegas playoff game. I remember we we had the uh, just scored uh, scored and we still had a chance to come back and try try to tie it with about three or four minutes left. I turned to Nicholas Warner, our uh, defensive coordinator. I I said, "Okay, Nick, all we got to do is get a free and out here and get get the ball back and, and score." Uh, so so it's up uh, up to you. It all comes down to you and your game plan. No pressure. <laughs> so. <laughs> So yeah, we so we have some fun with it, and you know, if we uh, lose, we 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 take it in stride. We 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 talk about it, you know, we we talked it out with the losing streak, and and, you know, and the frustration on that. But we got got people that'll they'll step it up and and keep it positive. We got got several leaders among the team. Uh, they'll they'll keep you know we we don't get a, a lot of attitude or or per, personal. Uh, vendettas amongst each other. I mean, if if people hear a bunch of stuff stuff in general chat now uh, with the group of people that we had, because that was a, that was always something that we we people would always talk negative when we were having the down seasons. Um, you know, uh, there are, you know, people just uh, let other people talk, and we we know what we're all about, and we know you know we'll be just fine. You know, if we we keep yeah. on the path. We're going, and we'll we'll figure it out, and we'll get there together. And yeah. uh, you know, they they don't they don't respond to that for the most part. And that's and you know, you mentioned Christian, and you know, he's the perfect. He, we finally found the quarterback. I think that it is the quarterback that perfectly fits into our 
our culture. You know, he's a leader, but he's a quiet leader, and he's humble, and he and he doesn't let the the, uh, the emotion get to him. If you saw the press conference that he did the week we played Louisiana, and compared that to Johnny Pickler's press conference, you could definitely see the comparison in in the personality. I. I I I do think the world of Johnny. Don't get me wrong, but uh, you yeah, know, that's, of course, of course. You uh, guys have a really, really positive relationship. Um, like I think that's that's always been something that I admire as well. That you always kept that strong relationship. I felt like people try to misdirect that whole situation at one time. And with Johnny setting the record in 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 the organization of St. Louis, right? You guys together setting that 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 record straight. Um, had made that really a smooth transition. I don't think anybody feels like the reason for leaving were anything of maliciousness or anything like that, right? And you guys really said it like, hey, we we still are cool, you know what I'm saying? Like, just because he decided to go somewhere else um, does not mean that we don't respect Johnny highly or we don't think highly of him. Like, I thought that was really done really well and spoke really, really awesomely about your organization on a player leaving of, of high of a high profile like Johnny, right? And it being a very respectable tipping hat to both both sides of the party. Yeah, and you know, and I think people should realize too. We've had some high profile people leave in the past, and it's never really been a, about hard feelings or or you know even necessarily frustration on. On their uh, their part, I mean, a lot of the people that have left us over the years have just left, have left or were pretty or were about ready to leave the league, or, you know, for other reasons that had nothing to do with being a part of St. Louis. And uh, so I think the reputation was a little bit uh, that we get for not being able to hold on to a quarterback is a little undeserved, you know. And Johnny's situation was a was a little bit different from all that, mm-hmm. and we we were, uh, you know, and and we were basically in uh, communication with him the whole time. We knew mm-hmm. the reasons why why he was looking to be a free agent, and we we knew uh, what he what his thought process was the entire time, and we knew it before everybody else was. So we we were fine with uh, the way yeah. that situation played out. Yeah, and you guys were also in consideration. I think team, teams need to or people need to understand it as well, that St. Louis was never not an option either, right? He talked about it, like, I may still go back, I may do this and that. Like, there was a lot of thought, but regardless, I think you guys handled it very well, and it, and it spoke very um, highly about what your your organization was about. So I think that's great. Now, do you have currently, again, we, we have resigning and things of that sort, so I'm not really getting into that, but is there any need right now currently in St. Louis for any, any side of, you know, any positions? Well, primarily what we're focusing on, we're, you know, we're as, uh, essentially looking at filling um, three to five positions, uh, depending on situations. Primarily what we're focusing on this season is uh, the defensive and offensive line. But uh, beyond that, there's some opportunities in, uh, for defensive backs and, and special teams as well. Um, you know, we're we're pretty set on offense, but we you never know. We might be looking for another receiver out there. Uh, we got two tight ends, so I don't think a third tight end 
you know, unless we want to play strong power eye all day. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, which which we tried and it didn't work so well for us one season. Uh, so yeah, uh, so that that's basically what what we're looking for uh, right now. Uh, if in, other openings become available, we'll we'll definitely put it up there and um, player openings. Okay, and again, if any rookies are listening, um, if you can share maybe your your Discord name, so if they do want to maybe check up on with you. Um, before the draft or once re-signing is done, maybe they can do that. Oh, what's what's your Discord uh, name for? Maybe they can reach out to you. Okay, my my Discord name is my uh, player name, number twenty one uh, cornerback. I, I still have a list as free safety. I didn't update that when I moved back to quarterback last season. Uh, Freeman Peltier, uh, St. Louis uh, free safety slash co-owner. And uh, you also uh, are free to uh, contact my other uh, um, co-owner, uh, Colin Norfolk, who goes by uh, Colin Douglas on the server, which is his player name, uh, cornerback, uh, is, you know, trying to get into the Hall of Fame uh, right now. Um, uh, kind of was a little bit of a miss. Uh, as far as being an all-star, in my opinion. Uh, then you got Drew Really, our minority owner, uh, who's also our head coach um, and has been our GM um, in recent seasons. Uh, and also reach out to our um, our general managers, Eagle Mondavi, uh, uh, in real life known as Terry Thompson. Uh, but Eagle Mondavi is his Discord name. And then you also have uh, Joel Winkler, uh, goes by Wink sometimes. But, yeah, that's his player name, and that's his real name as well. Awesome. So, again, it's it's, it's great to, 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 to shout out everybody. I mean, Wink and, and, and Eagle came from the same draft, and that's awesome to see that two people from your that draft class are now making that such a huge impact. So that's really awesome. And, I hope the rookies are, are, are listening as well and, and hearing some of the, again, the culture, the how it came to be, the locker room that you have in the openings. Now, um, what are some rookies do and don'ts that you would like to share about maybe contacting or how they contact? Is there anything that you have any kind of advice for any rookies or free agents out there who are interested in going to St. Louis? Well, the big thing I would say, uh, and and – I'll expand as to why this is a don't with me. Uh, but I would say just don't just say hi. Now, now I know that a lot of people are, are saying, uh, you know, get uh, your name out there and, uh, and introduce yourself to uh, the owners. And that's all good and fine. But I, I, I do get uh, the occasional person that will just say hi and, or, uh, hey, how are you, uh, you sir? Um, you know, or just little greetings like that. I, you know, I'm going to be polite and I'm going to say, uh, hi, uh, good, how are you? And, you know, or, uh, hello, how are you doing? Or, or something like that back. But uh, when you have like uh, hundreds of free agents and rookies out there in the community and, you know, they're all checking on – 
openings. I'm not even going to remember that conversation two months down the line. Uh, what is, a better approach is, is would be to just give a full introduction. You know, I, hey, my, uh, I'm uh, such and such. My player is currently playing in the minor leagues at this position. This is his name. Uh, this is my Discord coordinate. Uh, you, you know, I'm looking for an opening at such and such position. And, you know, say why you think that you're a good fit for us or why you're interested in our organization to make, uh, to make me uh, think that you, you're not just reaching out to everybody, too. Give, uh, so if, if you do that, then I'll, uh, I'll definitely be able to pass that over to um, – our GMs and say, Hey, you know, this guy reached out to me and, uh, you know, and, and, you know, that's why we, we encourage people to contact, uh, all three of the owners, uh, because we'll, we'll we'll definitely get that information over to, uh, our GMs. But if if all we know about this person is that they said, hi, we're not even, we, we know, okay, this is a rookie, but I don't know who their player is. Yeah, uh, you know, or uh, and you know, and one thing I I would also uh, keep in mind too is see see if you can look at who who's leaving um, or or uh, where there might possibly be openings because you know retirements are out there. Um, you know, general managers uh, generally have it have announced uh, to the league who. Uh, is seeking free agency, uh, you know, uh, so that you're not going to a team that's already stacked at a position. If you're playing that that position and they don't have any openings, because you know, the, I'm sure you're aware there's, you know, there's only two tight ends on each roster. There's only two free safeties on each roster. Uh, there's only so many. Uh, offensive linemen and and linebackers and so forth, and so you know if a team already has uh, the those on their roster and you know they're uh, they they may or and they haven't announced any retirements or anybody seeking free agency or now they're you know free agents are able to announce if they're returning to their team, you know you may it, it may be a little bit more effective. Uh, to you to, to go to a team that um, uh, to go after the teams that may have openings there. Uh, and one thing I think that used to happen to me a lot in the past when we had quarterback openings uh, or, you know, openings that at some of the more desirable spots like wide receiver or cornerback is you get like a lot of people interested in that spot. And then you'd have a linebacker, spots sitting open that you couldn't get anybody interested in. And there just didn't seem to be a lot of people out there. Yeah. Uh, but, but, but you'd put ads in there uh, and you'd say all these spots and, and like people would say quarterback and I'd have 50 people contacting me about quarterback <laughs> and nobody yeah. contacting me about, about a starting linebacker position, which that kind of trips me out. That's a star position on the defense, but that's what happened, you know, but, you know, so, so that, that's the thing too. If you really want to be a part of that, 
of our organization. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah, I get a quarter. I might have a quarterback spot to fill too, but I have a linebacker spot to fill. You know, even if you don't play uh, uh, that position, it might be something where buddies of yours in the league or other uh, people, you, you, you might, you know, refer them to, to us that way. And then, then uh, you can open our eyes to people we wouldn't, wouldn't otherwise know were out there. So yeah. those, those are kind of like my general tips I would give rookies on that. And, you know, just be yourself and, you know, and be ready to answer questions about what you're looking for. Uh, and, and, you know, so we can get a good idea of how you fit into our culture. Yeah, I think those are pretty good tips, and, and it kind of goes to the fact that you are your own agent. So um, sharing who you are, what you're about, and, and being very upfront with teams, I think it's awesome. Um, I think being upfront with teams are, is probably the best scenario, and it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to say, hey, XYZ is talking to me and blah, 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 but it's just being honest, saying, hey, look, uh, this is what I want to do or this is what I'm thinking. So teams are able to adjust. I don't think nobody wants to wait in that corner and, 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 and guess what you're doing because we're going to take the uh, the sure thing versus – and I don't mean sure thing in the sense that they're going to do great off, off you know, rip. What I mean is a sure thing is somebody who really wants to be here that has shown that it has been transparent through the, the procedure, you know, the process, like, you know, to the extent that we can be transparent. Um, but I, I have appreciated when rookies have really shared with me who they are and what they're about. So it's not just evaluating the player, but – who they are as, as a person. And it's great to kind of say, Hey, just don't say hello, share who you are. So I think that's awesome things to share. Now, um, what are your, your, the team's values and goals? So uh, for St. Louis themselves, what are, I know everybody's trying to get a chip, but I mean, what are some of the, the goals in the next, you know, next few seasons that you want to be able like, you know, uh, and then the values, like what values do you guys stand for? What do you feel like St. Louis is, uh, you know, represents in, in a few words? Well, yeah, I, I think we are really the the fight for to the last whistle, fight for every down and every inch and every point point type of team. The, the hard fight and never give up on on the game uh, type of team. And that uh, you know we uh, try to be a very responsible and active part of the community. You know, and and. Uh, uh, you know, be uh, we've got people active in scouting and uh, well uh, stats, and uh, we've got a, a communication staff. Uh, one of the uh, we're one of the few teams that I'm aware of that has like uh, multiple people instead of doing uh, having the director of communication. We we share the workload as far as that goes, with several people contributing their talents uh, to do graphics and. Uh, social media and the stats and all, and all the jobs of, of the communications department rather than like just one person doing that whole workload. Um, you know, and I, is, and I think that, it, you know, we, we've got, got people that have been very good as far as supporting sponsors and, uh, you know, we, we've uh, been very, open-minded I think we, we've been uh, one and we promoted within a lot within our mm-hmm. organization uh, so yeah we're we're looking 
for people that uh, essentially that just want to have fun and, and like, uh, have a, a, you know, and want to, can, if you just want, want to, uh, show up on and watch a guy play, we're cool with that too. You know, we've got a few people like that on, on the team that may not be active in the chats, but they're there. They're definitely there on game day and, yeah. uh, they're, and they're definitely, and we, we, when we hear from them, they're, they're definitely having fun and they'll, They'll check in with the locker room, too. But you know, we. Uh, but if you're you're looking for an opportunity to grow with the organization and and uh, take on uh, roles outside of just being a player, uh, you know, we we've always been very open minded about that as well. Uh, and and we've we've gotten a lot of success promoting people, and we have people that have gone on to GMs with other organizations. We've had. Uh, four uh, future owners come through our organization, you know, uh, so, uh, and we couldn't be happier for those guys, even if they go on to success somewhere else, you know, uh, that they, they got their start with us. So that's, that's, and we, we, we just want to be better in some way every season and just keep building on that. And we, we do feel like, We've got the, the core group in in place now for a long, successful run. And, you know, championship's always the goal, but, you know, we're, we're going to keep pushing to try to get better. You know, we were 7-5, and five, won, won the East uh, this season. But let's do it. Let's do it again. Let's do it. And let's uh, go out there, win 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 this season, you know. That's, yeah. that's what we're looking for in the future. And I think you, you're poised to doing that. And I can't believe I forgot, too, to shout out Guy Clawson, right? Um, Guy's another person I feel like really represents your organization very well. And he likes to have fun, too, and I see it in the chats. But I think when you brought up the point of, like, how – I think if you understand your players, like, yeah, you were saying there's some people that are like, hey, I'm really cool just coming on game day and seeing my player. And, you know, they don't have to be here all the time. I think when you really know your players really well, you can understand that, right? Um, I think some folks may freak out a little bit when they're like, hey, um, how you engage, right? Like they, they want that level of engagement. But we, we do have folks that are part of this league who work nighttime shifts, live on the other side of the world, as, as you oh, have yeah. one of them, right? Um, so, and Igor Barbatov, right? Like he lives on the other side of the world. Yeah. Um, so it, it's just understanding We had Shane Masters. Yeah, yeah, we had Shane Masters uh, in Australia, and yeah, we've had international players before too. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's I think Roberto, another. Uh, there was one guy I think you had too that I, I think was in like South America. So th- I think you bring that along and saying that if there's rookies out there who are seeing that, right? Like, hey, we're here for you, whether you want to be here all the time or you want to be here on game day. Like, we'll understand that. I think if rookies are hearing that who maybe aren't the whole gen chat person, but love that team atmosphere and knowing that you will respect uh, their schedule. So they, you know, they can have a great balance with having fun and and having in the real world. I mean, I think that's awesome to share uh, and hopefully rookies are really hearing that out. Um, Now, well, I I mean, at the end of the day, Nelson, I think uh, ultimately we just, we just want everybody to enjoy this league as much as we do, and especially as much as me and Colin do. And, you know, and if, uh, 
you're you're not having fun at it. We we want to know uh, what it is that w- would help that and and tr- try to make you know. And we think that making you feel more included, it, you know, helps that for a lot of people. You know, we we've been supportive of people like like you were mentioning, Tony Roberto. You know, he had some family issues due to COVID, and we we supported him through that. And uh, you know, uh, we we've uh, had people that had um, problems with progression, and we been un- understanding about it just uh, as long as we knew what was go- going on with that and uh, you know it, uh, we, we've been flexible if people wanted to move position and uh, you know and we, we're, we try to understand where people are com- coming from yeah and if somebody's international or, or some, uh, somebody has a disability or uh, a, a night, overnight schedule, or uh, something like that. It, you know, we uh, we still feel that they have a lot to contribute, league, and there's there's still uh, a place that we can. If there's a place we can fit them in, you know, we're more than happy to have them uh, apart. Because uh, you know, uh, it's one of the things that I really love about this community is how diverse we are. Yeah, I think that's that's a great word right there, diversity. We we are a very diverse group, uh, not just of 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 the people that make it up, but you know, Ashley, like we have so many different people in this in this uh, organization that, you know, women, men, uh, different parts of the world. It's awesome what this community is really built on, and uh, it's awesome that we're able to all connect to in this one league that we really do love uh, around football to uh, to have that happen. So. Um, outside of on the field, right, we talked about the needs a little bit earlier. Do you need any anyone in stats, scouting, social media, any of those type of departments in your organization? Well, yeah, it, it, there, we, like I said earlier, we have a communication staff, and so uh, it's like a more uh, uh, more the merrier kind of thing, and we're uh, I'm looking right now at what we can do to put together our own website linked into the SFL website. Uh, I, I see that as, you know, being able to do uh, some marketing things with it, but also uh, we, we can put our history and our archives with the video and all that stuff on there. So I'm currently looking for uh, some help there with, with people that are coming in possibly and people that are with the organization. But, there, there's a, you know, there's opportunities to do stats. I did, did uh, some stats this season, and I, I had a lot of fun with it. And, uh, uh, but, but I know that the stats team is always looking for people, and we have like three or four people doing stats this season. Um, you know, scouting is one one of the things that, uh, you know, uh, our coaching staff basically. Uh, likes to organize it, but yeah, we we've had several people that have come through and gone on the coaching and GM spots and starting out as scouts for us. So we're always happy if if people show an interest in you know if if you have an interest in doing something for the team or a project you you might be interested in doing and and you're and not sure uh, you know where that would fit in, just you know have a conversation with my or Colin or, or Drew, and, and, you know, we've always been open-minded of whatever people felt that they could do that might 
my ad to our presence and in our brand and our organization. So, so yeah, there's there's plenty of opportunity out there if if you're looking to do those sort of things. And uh, we've always found those uh, people that are uh, that had interest in uh, doing other things for the SFL uh, as well as being a player. We've always found those to be some of the best long-term players for the league. So we, we love talking to those people uh, as rookies and seeing what we can do to be a part of their journey. Yeah, I think sharing that and, and, and seeing the overall what you need now but then what the organization offers is pretty great. I, I think, uh, Dwayne, that getting a deep dive into looking into St. Louis, I mean, it's, it's really awesome what you have over there and it's, it shows a different side uh, of a uh, of an organization. You know, we don't always get to see. So, thank you for sharing that. Now, do you have anything you want to share with any potential rookies? I would, if you could please maybe plug in your Discord name one more time. Go through the tree of of, of communication because I, I, you know, maybe a rookie is, is jumping on now. And you know, again, if you they do want to call phone number five one five six zero five nine eight four seven. If you do want to call in, but Again, if you could do that, and anything else you want to share before you know before we move on, um, the floor will be yours. Well, I, yeah, uh, just to give our uh, uh, our comms here, um, you know, my Discord name is Freeman Peltier. Uh, Colin's Discord name is Colin Douglas. Uh, Andrew O'Reilly is uh, Drew Really. That's his Discord name. And then you've got uh, Terry Thompson is Eagle Mondavi, his his player, uh, and that's his Discord name. He's our GM, and Gerald Winkler is our GM. Uh, ultimately, you'll end up talking to Eagle and Gerald uh, if you're a rookie or a free agent uh, before we end up offering you a contract. But if you talk to one of the three owners, uh, we'll – uh, we'll uh, be more than happy to throw your name their their way as well. Or if you think you have questions for us that we might be able to better answer, we'll we'll, we'll certainly be willing to talk to you. Perfect. Well, thank you again, Dwayne. I appreciate you taking the time. Happy birthday again. Um, and uh, if you want to stay on the air, please do. If a rookie calls in and has questions, uh, I want to be able to have them answer. But if you do have to get off, by all means, you enjoy your birthday. Um, I definitely do appreciate the time you took today to really explain to us about St. Louis. So thank you. Well, thank you so much for having me, Nelson. I've always been an admirer of, of your show, and I think you're doing an awesome job uh, with the podcast and adding to the content in the community. And I, uh, you know, I've always wanted to have the opportunity to um, reach out to rookies like this, and also. Uh, to to be a part of your show, so thank you for having me. And I'll yeah, I'll be more than happy to uh, stay on for a while. Yeah, well, I appreciate it. Like again, you know, I I do this, you know, just because it's fun. <laughs> like I love hearing the stories. Um, that's really what made me want to do this because um, it's really hard to find SFL history, um, which is, is is very curious to me. All the years that you guys have had in this league. When you come in in the later stages, right, like in these seasons, you don't get that. Um, so I always feel like this, getting to know everybody's story as well as this team showcase, it has a benefit to me to hear these stories because it's really awesome to hear how teams are built and how how teams are managed. 
and and it also gives an opportunity to for an organization to talk about themselves because it, an example here like we talked about St. Louis was used to be badmouth which I didn't think was fair and now you can hear from the owner themselves or GMs or any front office staff right to say this is what we stand for and a rookie now can make a very justified decision based on the true facts of what they're hearing from the organization not by other people's uh, maybe their opinions and and don't sway anybody to really give St. Louis or any other team a real opportunity in this league. So as much as, you know, you thank me, I thank you for taking that time and really telling us a little bit about St. Louis. So I'm going to go ahead and put you on mute now, but thank you again, Dwayne. It's it's definitely appreciated. And thank you for supporting me as well. Well, Thanks again, Nelson. So Dwayne, again, any rookies that want to talk to him, please reach out. Uh, St. Louis has an amazing, um, you know, values, what they stand for, how they really embrace the player themselves and allow the player to really be themselves and, 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 and cater to that player. So that's really awesome to hear. Thank you again, Dwayne. And if you want to call in any rookies, again, the phone number is 515-605-9847. Dwayne will be on the line as well. So if you do have any questions for him, that will be there. But we will introduce our next guest. And uh, this guest here, I have to say, is close to my heart, um, the general manager of the San Diego Mavericks, Connor Weston. Connor, how are you doing? I'm doing well, Nelson. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you, man. Congratulations again, being the general manager there in San Diego. Um, It's all love, right? You were here at Portland for your first season as a rookie, did a phenomenal job, repeated your performance, I felt like, in, in San Diego, right, and then also being able to be promoted to be the general manager. It's really awesome to see your growth, right, and talking to you through the rookie process, um, you could see that you had potential for way more in this league. So it's really excited to see you in this position. And I'm happy to have you on the line, right, because, again, you were one of my first picks as a general manager, and uh, it's very happy to see your success uh, in, this, in, in San Diego. Yeah, no, thank you very much, and I thoroughly enjoyed the process of being a rookie and joining Portland. I had a great first year with you guys, and your team is on the up, and I can't speak highly enough of the people you have in place there. Um, it was a very, um, you know, it was a great experience and kind of really solidified my commitment to the SFL, just having that type of camaraderie with the team in Portland and seeing what, what it could be. Um, you know, obviously, you know why I ended up um, kind of going to San Diego because I wanted to play yeah, with my course. brother. Um, it has nothing to do with, yeah, I would have been with Portland, you know, the whole time. But being with my brother is kind of what I wanted to do when I started. Yeah. Um, and uh, San Diego provide that opportunity. So, yeah, no, I, I really enjoy getting to know you and Jacob and Mel and the rest of the guys there in the, um, in the Portland locker room and um, seeing your success this year and, you know, how you guys improved. You without me, um, it was great to see. So uh, I wish you guys nothing but the best. Now you know it's love here, Connor, right? Like it, we may not mm-hmm. talk every day, but it, it, your team will always show that appreciation because you were a part of Portland, and once you were part of Portland, you're always part of Portland. So your success yeah, is there, what you're that. doing in San Diego, um, has been great, right? I know San Diego, and, and you know San Diego has had stuff recently, right? But I'm so happy to have you on here because. I want you to share the great things that are happening in San Diego that you've been able to build now with Optimus, right, uh, in, in this mm-hmm. first season that just passed, and then what kind of that future looks like and, and you know, what are some of the things. And, and I want it to come from you guys because 
I know you. I know Optimus, and you guys are two great guys. So I want rookies. I know some this situation. Everybody knows about, it, so we don't have to talk about that. Yeah. But I'm just no saying, problem. in the sense yeah. of, yeah. I want, I want, I want you guys to be able to come out of that, whatever that situation was. And rookies here, the great things that I know uh, San Diego stands for, and, and the two people that I know that stand for a lot more. So. Thank you again for doing no, this, yeah, bro. Yeah. It's really appreciated. Uh, but tell us a little bit about San Diego. Yeah, no. So as you mentioned, Optimus Klein's the owner, um, and he's a great guy. He was one of uh, the guys I first talked to when I actually joined the Discord, uh, being a star player with Alaska slash Florida and being part of winning organizations there. Just a real stand-up guy, kind of just a straight shooter, just always positive, always upbeat. Um, that's kind of the attitude he brought to San Diego when he got his owner, uh, ownership team and kind of the people we're kind of looking for, right? Kind of someone who's positive, understands that we're a new team. You know, you went through it with Portland as an expansion team. It's a learning process. You know, everyone's kind of new in their roles. Um, we kind of had a lot of like second year players is kind of what we ended up getting a lot of, you know, we actually didn't have a ton of rookies for um, an expansion team, but understanding like how uh, everyone fits into the scheme of the things, uh, the scheme of the game plan, you know, we kind of had a couple changes, a couple hiccups throughout the year um, as we were learning this. And it is a humbling process to, to go through the SFL. I mean, there's some great owners and great teams. And so kind of, obviously everyone knows we didn't get a win this year, but we're going to look to turn that around. And I think we have the ownership and the leaders in place to do that. Um, yeah. and, and what we're kind of looking for to, to establish in San Diego is that kind of mindset that, hey, you know, if, if things don't go well, it, it's okay, right? This is kind of meant to be an escape. We are doing everything we can to try to win, um, but it, it's, it's not going it's to get to the point where you get so discouraged um, yeah. that it, it, it kind of brings negativity into it because no one really wants that. Everyone kind of wants to have an escape, right? We're doing this yeah. for fun, as Dwayne was mentioning yeah. earlier, right? We all <laughs> yeah. come here for, to enjoy it. You know, and even in Portland, right, you know, first couple of games we, we weren't winning, but everyone was having fun, you know. Same yeah. thing with San Diego. Like we, when we first kind of got like our first game, you know, we kind of were in voice chat, you know, kind of just seeing our uniforms up there, you know, just kind of getting that whole first hype, like the game we had against Denver. Um, that went to overtime with a block kick. I think we needed like yeah. three more yards to get our field goal kicker out there for the overtime. It was like, <laughs> oh man, we were so close to winning. Like it gets like one of the best teams in the league. Um, mm-hmm. That kind of excitement, um, you know, even in a, in a season that we had where we didn't win, was still kind of gives you that joy that keeps me you coming back and enjoying the SFL and kind of having that camaraderie in the locker room. So we're, we're just looking to build off of, off of what we have, you know, kind of ho- hopefully we can obviously have a better season. And I know you mentioned earlier, kind of the, um, I, I don't know how to really discuss it, but we're just going to let um, you guys get to know us. Feel free to DM me if you have any questions, and we're just going to let like our um, reputations and attitudes kind of speak for themselves. Yeah, and, you know, I think <laughs> because you were here in the first season of Portland, Portland went 2-10, and 10, right? Um, mm-hmm. You know how quickly things can somewhat change, right? Um, we beat some great teams that first season, right? So um, that was awesome to kind of build on. But you were there when we, we didn't win the game, right? Um, we had, you know, some games that we were kind of getting, uh, we weren't really scoring as much. And, you know, it, it was it was frustrating, right? And But you were there and you mm-hmm. saw how to keep the team still together, to keep your brothers still together, to keep everybody on the same pace, to to, to look forward, right? And then just having fun with it, right? Like, you're right. Mm-hmm. Nobody, And I always talked about that, like, through the process. Like, we're not looking for nobody to bring drama into 
the locker room or to to for us to try to handle because we have real lives and we want to respect your real life as much as you respect ours, right? And we just come together as an organization when we want to watch these games and we hold each other up. And you were there, so I think going through that in San Diego, you are the right leader to know to to get people out of that situation and look forward yeah, to no. because. You see how the future can change quickly from us going two and ten to now five and seven. So it's it's something that I feel you're in the right place, and it sucks going zero and twelve. But I know when you get that first <laughs> yeah. win, and then you get that first, yeah. it's, it's just going to be uh, you know rolling from there. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, as you see, even with different SFL teams, continuity does play a big part in it. You know, it kind of helps the offensive coordinator and defense coordinator with the players we have now, kind of learning with each scheme that they do. And one of my funnest memories with Portland was uh, our first win and Jacob's reaction. You know, I don't want to share too much, but it was just awesome, like, getting on voice chat with Mel and everything. And, you know, I'm looking forward to having that with uh, San Diego as well. So we'll definitely have that. But, yeah. San Diego, I mean, we're, we're, we're kind of laid back. You know, it's San Diego. We're going to enjoy the beach and the sand. But, you know, I don't want to, to people to think that we don't care about winning. You know, like we're, we're putting in the work. You know, Javier yeah. doing the offense with Tom and, and Liam Hammer now on the d- defensive side. They're putting in a ton of work to get our team prepared each week. And, you know, even if we stay positive through the losses, like it's not – we're not. It's not like we're okay with losing. We want to win, and yeah. everyone knows that in our locker room. So, um, but yeah, no. Thanks again. I, I really do appreciate you giving me this uh, type of platform to kind of discuss San Diego. No problem. You know, I, I, I kind of owe Optimus too, um, because the day that I was, I had my incident and I was off of the air for a while. Um, it actually was on the show that Optimus and Javier were supposed to be on, and I had to cancel on them. But of course, right, because I had no way of of really moving around that at that time. Um, mm. You know, I saw, I, I told Optimus, like, I, as soon as I had this team showcase, I wanted you guys on here. Um, not because of previous situations. It was because I wanted, I, I owed you guys to that. And I wanted folks to hear from this team directly and not dictate what that, that, that team record was, right? Yeah, that's 0-12, but mm. what does that matter? Like, it's the people that are in the front office that are going to conti- continuously grind to get you there. So, you know, I appreciate you doing it and jumping on here and, and talking on behalf of, of San Diego. Now we talked about kind of, let's, let's kind of break that down. So we talked about, you know, yeah, you guys are laid back, but you want to win. Is, is What do you, would you say the culture is, is like in a few words for rookies to understand or free agents, right? What they're potentially coming to as a culture from San Diego. Yeah. So I, I would basically define our culture kind of where a positive group, where a diverse group, um, the locker room, I would say, is kind of uh, – it, it's a mix. As Dwayne was saying, you have some people who are very talkative, who are very into discussing the week um, beforehand. We have people who are kind of just gay, game day talkers. Um, we, we're kind of a mix of, of people that kind of just are looking to gel together, and, and we have a good vibe where we're positive, right? So if things yeah. aren't going our way, we kind of discuss, like, okay, what could we do better, but we don't get too discouraged or hung up that it, it kind of gets – into the point of, of negativity where, you know, like if someone's like name calling or someone shouldn't be part of, you know, someone should be doing this or something like that. We don't want that type of attitude to kind of seep into the locker room. You know, we just kind of want to ensure that we're, we're putting in the hard work. If you see something that can be helpful, bring it up. You know, we're very receptive. Again, communication, I think, is the biggest part of um, the team to try to make sure that, you know, everyone's voice is heard. If we want people to help, 
you know, if, if you're not in the front office, but you see something that can help the team win, you know, we're very receptive to it. It's not like we're not taking any advice from anyone. It's just we're all kind of learning and trying to figure this all out together. Um, and we feel like we have the right people in place to do that. And so we have a great locker room that kind of just has that positive energy, even in a season where we didn't win, it's still kind of shown through. So I'm excited for things to come. Yeah. And, and I'm excited to see what comes from that because um, that's, that's always great, right? When you're, I think leaders listening to their players is, is, is huge. Um, you never want to shut a player down and you never want to shut great ideas down. Like a, as a parallel to my life, right, being a manager, um, I always told my supervisors who worked underneath me that you need to listen to your employees. Now, there's a difference with that, right? Like I'm not saying for you to sit here and every complaint you have to have some type of reaction to it, but if it is something very important to an employee and it means some better productivity or better morale or better anything and it's an embitterment for the employee experience as well as your own, then let's do it, right? What's the worst thing we can do? Go back to how it was before? Like, I mean, it's so that -hmm. concept has always carried with me. And, you know, even that season, remember the the season that we had where this whole uh, issue that was happening with the SFLM, right, the capping and all the things that Mm -hmm. we talked about there, what did we do? We went and spoke to you guys and, and, and all our rookies and say, how you guys feel? And, you know, what, right. what are some of the ideas that we can do? And, you know, we did that because we knew it bothered you and you were a, a part of us. So we want to see what was something that we could try to do to help um, make, you know, you not feel some type of way or maybe you come up with a really great idea and now we share something with the league that will now help them be better, right? And, exactly. and, I, yeah. and I always look at it that way in anything that I do. If there's a problem, then let's come to an agreement that we say, hey, we're going to do it this way, and then let's 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 implement it. Let's do it together, right? Because I only got one brain, and sometimes it's thinking about 100 million other things. So if, it, if it's a two, three other brains coming together and have a really great idea, you end up getting a lot of success. And you did share how the locker room was as well, which was really great to hear. You know, it's positive, and, and, and you know, you can see that the players are, are – are open to be able to speak and, and be able to share ideas. Yeah. So I think that's really awesome. Now, do, do you currently have any openings right now in San Diego? Uh, in terms of positions? Like, uh, front yeah, office, in terms of positions. positions yeah. uh, player positions. Oh, yeah. Let's stick with player positions for now. Yeah, we'll be looking for probably a linebacker and defensive back. I say our two top positions. Um, depending on, you know, we're, we're, we got some other fielders out there for some free agents that may come, may not. Um, depending on how that shakes out, we may have um, some more openings. So it looks like we're definitely going to be, if you're a linebacker or a defensive back and you have interest in San Diego, you know, definitely shoot me a DM. Um, we, it's always a two-way street, right? Like we want to make sure you're a good fit, fit, fit for us, but we want to make sure that we're a good fit for you, right? So it, yep. it, we want to make sure that you're comfortable being picked by us if, if, when it comes to the draft. Um, we don't want to hit any surprises, um, obviously <laughs> yeah. for, for the rookie or for us. Um, yeah. So, yeah, th- those are the two positions I would say. And then it, just to circle back to the locker room one bit, it's just that, it, you know, I, I always talk about the positivity, but if you do have something where something's bothering you, definitely bring it up. You know, we want to know what it is. You know, we want to have you have a positive experience. So don't be afraid. Like, I don't want someone to be just kind of 
upset and just dwelling and then not be like, oh, I can't say something because um, people are going to be upset with me. No, say something. We want to try to work with you to figure out what it is, right? Sometimes we may yeah. think everything's great because that's what the vibe is in the, in the locker room. But if something is bothering you, don't be afraid to bring it up. You know, that's what yeah. I want to also reiterate, that, that we are kind of open to the communication the lines are open, and we want to try to work to to make it a positive. So we want to turn that negative around and incorrect. But yeah, so but it gets it for the positions for the rookies who are listening, linebacker, defensive back, definitely send me a DM or Javier or Optimus because um, we're we're definitely looking. And and you know we've been watching the SFLM and um, we kind of uh, have been reaching out. So some people have already started to reach out. So I appreciate that. Um, but if you're just looking out and haven't, it's not it's not yeah. too late. So definitely send yeah. me some DMs. And there's some great defensive backs out there, right? I've had a couple that I had on the show. Um, so, you know, again, I know you'll definitely find some great talent to build upon. And, you know, you mm-hmm. learn things as you, as, you, as you go, right? You even mentioned it yourself, like letting players know that that's how it's going to be. Um, now rookies or potential free agents can know that that is the type of environment that you want to cultivate. So I think you brought up some really mm-hmm. good, good things. And we don't – you're right. As a new team, you don't have – like there's not like – you don't got the secrets all the time, right? Like uh, you have to kind of learn those and learn by experience and trial by fire. And um, mm-hmm. sometimes when, when you can get feedback um, about how you can do your job better or how you can make the experience better, that's what I always try to um, instill in people, you know, at the end of the year, like, hey, tell me what I could do better um, or the end of the season, right? Just so um, we mm-hmm. can ensure that uh, you know you have a voice in the organization. So I think that was really good to re- reiterate. Now, um, how do you like to be contacted? So, and please share your Discord name because if any of these are listening, um, reach out to Connor um, so he can, you know, talk to you and, and figure out if you're a great fit. But if you don't mind sharing that and how you like to be contacted. Um, yeah, so DM me all night, like all hours. All I don't care if it's oh, man, all night. Some DM. <laughs> yeah, I'm up. I have a. I just had a. I have a three week old daughter now, so I am up at all night. Uh, all time of night. Thank you very much. So baby number two for me. So um, I am up at weird hours when she wakes up. So uh, again, feel free to send me a DM. Um, that's the easiest way to contact me. Um, my D- my Twitch name is my actual player name. So it is Connor Weston. Um, it's, I think Javier um, is Esports Simulation League, I believe, is his Discord name. As another person you can reach out to. And then Optimus Klein um, is all is his. Discord name is Optimus Klein. Um, and then you could, again, you could feel free to reach out to anyone. You can even reach out to a player if you want to get a, a, a San Diego player's opinion. And then he's like, hey, can you put me in touch with Connor? And they can reach, you know, can reach me too. So there's, you can still, but again, anyone can directly DM me. Um, I'm open to have conversations with everybody. Even if you're not, even if it's not a position I listed, right? If you just want my experience as being a rookie, you know, I was in these rookie shoes in season one of the SFLM. Um, you just want to yeah. talk about my experience or, or anything like that, I'm happy to, to talk with you, even if you're not interested in San Diego or if it's not a position we have. Again, I'm just kind of looking to help in any way I can your experience with this great lead that I thoroughly enjoyed. So, yeah, and I think it, and I think also the experience you bring, too, from you are a running back, you're a wide receiver. Um, I think talking mm-hmm. about some of those transitions, and I think you, you have a good understanding of where rookies come from, too, uh, not being that far removed from being a rookie yourself, right? And yeah, want, and I think I understand some of the frustrations, yeah. Yeah, and do you like rookies to contact you via DMs and then then talk to you afterwards? Or are you more voice chat type of person? 
Um, either one's fine with me. So I, I mostly do the DMs, but if it's something that we want to discuss on the phone, I mean, I think as we get closer to the draft, it'll probably have a voice conversation um, with the rookies. But if you want to just discuss via DM, or if you want to prefer to have a voice chat with me rather than a DM, just shoot me a DM saying, hey, can I have a voice chat with you? And we can schedule a certain time to have that because I'm always happy to discuss on the phone too. So either one works for me. I'm happy to have the Discord voice chat. But my DMs are always open, so feel free to just text as well. Perfect. Now, what are some rookies do and don'ts that you kind of some advice you can give to rookies or free agents on how contacting, you know, you or contacting the GM yeah. in general or front office staff? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I personally would say feel free to reach out to as many as you, as you want. Um, some people, guard if someone doesn't respond. I know some GMs get inundated with DMs if they don't respond quickly or if they don't respond right away or if they don't respond for, you know, a couple of weeks until it gets close to the draft time. I'm sure that's just that they're, everyone's busy. I try to shoot off a quick response, you know, saying, hey, you know, and I may not get into like actual get to know you type questions that I probably would want to get into before the draft and before we pick anybody. Um, but don't get discouraged if that, if that happens later on. Um, but, Again, but then also don't hound people, I would say, because then you get to – you don't want to be the, the rookie that's kind of annoying where it's just too much, um, you know. But uh, I, I think everyone kind of finds their stride. If that's if that's their personality, I don't want them to curb it. You know, I don't want people to change who they are if they're someone very passionate and kind of wants to be noticed. If that's who they are, the, the team should probably know that. Um, you know, so I think there's a place for every type of um, personality of a rookie, you know, if someone wants to kind of be uh, um, a, a player that's kind of, uh, I don't know how to try to think of the exact word here, but kind of like holds press conferences and does that type of thing. There's definitely um, that role for in, in, in for players on teams. And, you know, the way that you do it, I think, can be very entertaining and great for the league to have that type of content. Um, so don't be afraid of that. Um, and so that's kind of my advice is just be yourself. Because there's always a place for something, someone you hear, but don't do it to the point where you alienate yourself too much. I think it's yeah. to kind of just read the room and know when to back off. But don't be discouraged too. If some, if you say something that someone takes the wrong way, or you know, kind of like, oh shoot, like all the general chat, I said something and someone didn't like it. Like, don't get discouraged. You know, some of the things that happen, it, it goes over. Some, you know. So I, I just want to try to really don't go, don't get too upset if. if GMs aren't reaching out to you or responding. Um, it's, it's a lot. So just stay positive. Everyone's going to try to find the right spot and hopefully find the right fit for themselves. Yeah. And, you know, the draft, too, um, isn't just a one-day thing. Uh, you know, it breaks down into two days. I don't think we're doing it like before where it was like seven days. Or not seven, but like four or five days. Um, right. But, you know, again, yeah, don't be discouraged, right? Like, it, teams are just trying to figure out exactly where they can get the best fit at the best time. Because as you're, mm-hmm. you're seeing it, teams are also looking to see what other teams may be doing. Um, and if a team really yeah. wants you, they have to figure out, okay, cool. In this section, we can potentially maybe see a run on whatever, right. Uh, running back. Mm-hmm. Say, right. Right. Cool. Like we, if we're going to need that, then it might have to be taken here. They may really want you, but they're, they're hoping that maybe they can grab you on this side. Like, I think rookies and just understanding that and, and, and being patient. I know it's tough to be patient, right? Like, it's like mm-hmm. pulling teeth at this moment, right? Like, time can't move any faster. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. I think that's, that's pretty great to bring up. So, um, 
what what uh what are the team goals? So what is the team trying? Everybody, like I said, I know everybody's trying to win the championship. But what are some of the team goals you want to be able to accomplish? Um, and and what are the values that you feel like San Diego stands on? Uh, in a few words. Yes, I mean as a team, obviously we're just trying to help you know try to build a championship team, obviously. Um, but uh, we're you new, know, and we obviously see it's just going to be you know it, it may be a few seasons up before we get realistically the championship team that we're looking to build here. But if we can kind of build on the continuity, you know, we're looking for people who want to be a part of a growing franchise, who understand that hey, we may not go out and win the championship next year, but we're going to try. You know, even if we don't have the like if we don't have a team that reaches the cap, you know, we're going to try. We're going to go out there. We're going to try to get the right people in place to build with and get people who are committed to the team and understand that it may be, you know, two seasons from now, and hopefully we kind of see growth each year. Um, it, it's kind of what we're, we're looking for, people who want to be a part of a team that kind of has that camaraderie and family-type feel. Um, that's what we're looking for. And, and, again, I can't reiterate enough that it's just that we want people who want to be a part of San Diego. And we have – being a newer franchise, we have positions open that new rookie players can step right into, right? Like we're looking for scouting. I'm, I know I may be jumping some questions here, but right. We, know we need people with, to help with scouting. Um, you know, we're, we're always looking for people with that many hands like make light work for that. So if anyone can help with scouting, that's a big plus in our eyes. So obviously mention that to me in DMS. I'll probably be asking if that's something you're interested in. Um, but that's definitely what we would want to have help with right away. Um, even then if you have aspirations to kind of be in the type of front office role, we want to know it, right? Because we're always looking for help um, and, and want to build you up into that. Like, you know, you guys were great um, in Portland to help me, you know, to, to give me the type of abilities and experiences and, and qualities that I needed in order to kind of step into the GM role here in San Diego. Um, we're looking for that too. You know, even if it ends up not being with San Diego, if it's something you want to kind of move up with, we want people who are committed to the league um, and, and to kind of help keep this league going and, and building on what, what's already here. Um, you know, it's a great time. We so we enjoy it. And so that's kind of what we're looking for with players, you know, someone who kind of just wants to be a part of San Diego, understand that, hey, we're a new franchise. We don't have the, the rich history that other um, franchises have currently, but we're building it. And yeah. people who want to be a part of it, um, we're happy to have. And so, again, uh, always in my DMs, feel free to, to say whether you want to be a part of San Diego. If, if not, and if I reach out to you and you, do, and you don't want to be, don't be afraid to say that. <laughs> you know, yeah. again, we want people who want to be a part here and have fun. And if it's something yeah. that you don't want to be a part of, I get it, you know. Um, it's not yeah. for everybody, it's not, especially for free agents, you know, out there. If you're thinking about San Diego, um, you know, we'd love to kind of have that discussion, and we want to help you, have you guys help build us a, a championship. It's what we're yeah. ultimately trying to do. Um, you know, obviously we didn't win a game last year, but we're going to change that around this year. Um, so we're looking forward to it. Yeah, and, and you know, it, it's a process, right? Like, and, and, and that's what you try to look for is folks to understand that and, and really um, grind it out with you, right? Grit, right? Mm-hmm. I always talk about grit, grit. You know, you have to have that. And, and grit is really just when it, times are tough, can you dig deep to say, hey, I'm still going to be there? Or are you going to quit, right? And that's the that's yeah. the definition of it. It's just kind of being there. We know just hearing teams throughout, you know, seasons on top of seasons, what are some of the successes they really recommend? And it's just, again, folks that believe in what you want to be able to accomplish. And 
it, that's at the end of the day what most teams are trying to to fill their positions of needs with is people who understand that it's going to take it's not going to happen overnight right as much as you wish mm-hmm. that to be the case um, it's going to be a process but if you're going to stick it out with us then we're this is what we're hoping to do so other than stats though uh, I'm sorry do you have anything else like in uh, scouting well just scouting I'm sorry but in stats, yeah. do you have anything in stats or social media or any of that sort as well as, as departments for San Diego? Yeah, I mean, stats definitely. I mean, anyone who wants to help in stats, I even if you're not in San Diego, I recommend that. It's a great way to see the behind-the-scenes look. I know that there's some changes being discussed with it, but, you know, I, I knew the old process. Um, and it's a great way to kind of watch the games, kind of get to know the stats. People get that behind-the-scenes look, and you're helping the league out. You're helping the commentators out. It's just kind of another part to the game that's kind of instrumental to the SFL's delivering. And it's a great – I couldn't, you know, recommend it enough if it's something that you're interested in to just ask and, and get involved in and see if it's something that you like to do. Um, it, it, again, everyone's kind of always looking for stats. Um, yeah. And then with regards to scouting, yep, as I mentioned, we're looking for that. Um, for social media, yeah, Tom Welsh is kind of the head of our social media, but he's always looking for, um, you know, if you have content that you want to have posted, you know, he, he, we have people, you know, make it and then kind of send it to him, and he kind of controls the um, social media accounts, but he's a great guy. He's always open to listening to suggestions, or if you want to say, like, hey, here's, the, here's a graphic I made, you know, we're, we're all ears for that. So, um, again, anything that's content um, driving for San Diego and for the SFL, Again, can't reiterate enough. It's all it's positive, right? That's kind of what we're looking for. People are committed to the league and to the team. Um, you know, I would never try to stifle anyone's creativity or, 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 you know, if they want to do that, to definitely push for that. Yeah, and and again, Tom is a really good guy. Shout out to Tom, man. You know, seeing his mm-hmm. growth as well, being able to now be coaching in this league, and then you know, social media and everything like that. I think it's um, it's really awesome. I'm glad to see Tom's success here. He was somebody I saw, you know, in the in the chats one time, and I reached out just to kind of see where he was at. And he's he's such a great guy. Shout out to him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's um, awesome. he, he helps out with the league uh, social media as well. So, you know, he's kind of he he's really done a great job for not only San Diego but just the SFL community in general. Yeah. So he he's he's a good guy, and I think what you guys have in San Diego um, is is going to be um, something to watch, right? I, I know. Um, he, we all go through that, right? I feel like there's not a team out here who starts out the gate running 100% being a new expansion team, right? Um, you, you go through these dips. You go through some of these um, rough patches to, to finally get yourself out there. So mm-hmm. I, I really hope rookies tonight really take that. If rookies do want to call in, uh, the number is 515-605-9847. Uh, you can speak to Connor or speak to Dwayne about – they're respectable organizations, but um, no, I think Connor, I, I think hearing it from you, what you, what San Diego is, uh, will allow rookies to make a, a a a decision that you know again, like we we know what's happened a few weeks back, and I, and I really didn't want a rookie to make a decision in that standpoint based on that situation. Um, so having you on here, man, yeah. sharing what you guys are doing. It's awesome. I, I appreciate to even hear that, you know, we inspired you a little bit in Portland, right? And what stuff, <laughs> stuff you want to do. I mean, that, that really does mean a lot uh, knowing how much I, I really do uh, care for my players. You know what I'm saying? My players who are in my, my locker room, 
um, mm-hmm. on, on our organization. You know for a fact I care for this team and I care for my players and I care for everybody's successes. Um, and you guys were hand-selected and picked and, you know, hearing the things you want to be accomplished, I knew we made a really great decision with you picking you and I'm really happy that you had that. Now, before we let you go and we allow uh, some rookies to call in, if they are going to call in, mm-hmm. uh, the floor is yours. Share again, you know, anything you want to share, go ahead and do it. And please share again your Discord name uh, just in case yep. anybody's joining us a little bit later, they can know what that is. Sure. Sure, yeah. My Discord name, again, is Connor Weston. Feel free to reach out to me anytime. Um, thank you, Nelson, for having me on the show to share um, what San Diego is about and to answer any questions that rookies may have. Um, yeah, and I just ask that, you know, for, form your own opinion about it. You know, we're a new team. We had a lot of people move positions, um, kind of start start uh, with second-year players. We're, you know, we're, we're an up-and-growing team, so if you want to kind of be part of something special, of a growing franchise, we'd love to talk to you and make sure that you're a good fit for us and we're a good fit for you. Um, we want to make sure that everyone has fun. Again, this league is meant to be a, a fun league and share. If you're not having fun, then I don't know what um, you got to. You should make a change, right? So we yeah. would never want anyone to be part of the team if you're not having fun. Um, so again, I just want to reiterate, thank you so much for having me part of the team um, and, and share this podcast. Um, I want to thank you for drafting me in Portland. Um, I had a great experience there, so I'll, I'll give Portland a, a great plug. You know, I, I thoroughly enjoyed my time there. It's a great locker room. Um, you know, I, I know you're the host, but I, I want to make sure that everyone knows that Portland's a great place to play as well. Um, so, yeah, feel free to let me know if you have any questions. I'm happy to answer anything that anyone may have. Yeah, and, and again, you know, thank you for the kind words, Connor, man. You know, it was a pleasure drafting you, and I'm really excited to see the successes you bring this season. Yes, we're competitors now on the field, right, being in the same organization. Um, but at the end of the day, you know it's all love from this side in Portland. And uh, mm-hmm. even even when we see each other twice a year, it's still at the end of the day we swap in jerseys and giving hugs and, and, uh, and respect them one another because, because it is it is the game, right? So um, I'm mm-hmm. going to go put Much you on hold. Yep. We do have a caller uh, now. So let me see. Caller from uh, – Six zero nine. You are now on the air with SFL Audible. Uh, who's this? It's Justin Reeside, the free safety from the Ottawa Calvary. Hey, Justin, how's it going, man? It's been going all right. All right. I'm glad to hear, man. I'm glad to hear. Do you have any questions, maybe for uh, Connor or Dwayne about St. Louis or San Diego? Uh, I have a question for Connor about San Diego. It's like the locker room. Would it be would it be different than the locker room I am in now in the minors in in Ottawa, or is it like going to be the same if I get drafted to San Diego? All right, Connor, you are unmuted, uh, bro. Yes, yeah, yeah. No, hey, hey, Justin, thanks uh, for the question and uh, great game the other day. Um, I just want to. I, I don't know the exact. The tough part is I can't. The tough part to answer that is I don't know the, how the locker room in Ottawa is, um, so I can't really speak to it. I unfortunately I can't see it, but. I would say that, you know, we're a positive vibe type locker room where everyone kind of watch. we're committed to watching the game. We want to make sure that everyone kind of has an enjoyable experience. Um, I'm not sure in Ottawa what you guys are seeing or if you have any concerns or issues or if it's kind of yeah, – Yeah, I always talk to Hammer about progressions and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Hammer, yeah. But... I mean, if you're talking to – yeah, if you're talking to Liam, I mean, Liam's kind of one of the, the main people in our locker room. Um, you know, he's our, obviously our defensive coordinator. He's one of the leaders yeah, in our I group. Always bugged him, so um, like if I have any 
finally for regression questions, I go right to him and ask him, hey, what regression do I need to do for this week and all that? Yeah, no, if you're getting advice for him on how to build your play, that's great. I mean, he's he's a, he's a great guy, too. He's one of, um, you know, the leaders in our front office, and he's another good guy who just kind of wants to help people out. And if he's helping you out in your um, locker room in Ottawa, same with Javier, um, you know, I'd say it's probably going to be pretty similar because those are two great guys of our organization and kind of, you know, lead by example. And so if that's kind of what you're getting in Ottawa, then I think you're going to get a similar experience here in San Diego. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome, great. Well, hopefully that answers your question. Do you have anything else for Connor or Dwayne tonight? Nope, I don't have any. That's the only question I had for tonight. So. All right, Justin. Well, I appreciate you calling in. You know, again, if any teams are listening, if you want to check out Justin's uh, interview that he had with me a few a few weeks back, uh, check it out. But, Justin, thank you again for calling in tonight. I appreciate it, man. Thank you for listening, too. Yep. You've been honestly a great support. So thank you again. Yeah, no problem. Have a good night. <laughs> You too. Have a good night as well, Justin. So, uh, again, any other rookies that you do want to call in, um, we have, you know, uh, San Diego and St. Louis on the line. Um, If not, we will definitely end the show a little bit earlier than possible. But if you do want to call in, please do, or please contact these respectable teams. Um, You know, again, it's going to be huge uh, off-season for a lot of teams, and they're trying to bring in talent into each organization. So, please, uh, these shows are for you guys, so uh, please reach out to these to the owners or the GMs. And I'm going to share, too, I do want to give a correction uh, for uh, St. Louis. So Drew uh, Riley's Discord name is Bearded Android. So if you do want to reach out to him, uh, you're, you're going to contact Drew on uh, Bearded Android. And then for Eagle Mondavi, the GM of St. Louis, it's going to be T-squared as well. So um, before we close it out, Dwayne and Connor, uh, before we close it out, do you want to share anything else with potential rookies or free agents um, when it comes down to um, anything that we might have not shared tonight before we leave? Dwayne, you can go first if you like. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I was waiting for you. <laughs> uh, okay. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. No problem. Uh, yeah, so uh, I would just say the rookies, uh, if, if you're Looking for to be a part of a team on the rise. If you're, you're looking to be a part of a uh, team that's been playoff bound through the last three seasons and has been in the playoff mix in all three seasons, and uh, be a part of, of a of uh, uh, building uh, up on what we've already established over those last three seasons and um, find a place in a, a really strong organization uh, that, uh, and you want to be a, uh, the type of player that uh, wa- wants to uh, see what they can do for the league and uh, uh, and of the league long term uh, and uh, you uh, want, uh, want to fit into that type of culture, uh, then – Please consider uh, St. Louis and give us a shout out, and uh, we'll get get a hold of you, and uh, we'll see what we have available for you. Uh, and you know, I I just want to say too, you know, I, I can definitely sympathize with Connor and where he's at, and I think the their organization's in pretty good shape. We have uh, we we had uh, you know, Javier 
with us as our head coach um, in season 15, and we uh, also have their offensive coordinator who's uh, working with uh, uh, in Tom over there, Tom Welsh. And, uh, you know, those are some great guys and very dedicated guys, and we still got a really great relationship with them. And they're, they're the type of guys I think will figure it out. And, you know, sometimes it might take a while to fi- find your way and build that foundation. You know, hopefully it won't take San Diego 10 seasons, but I, I think they're on a good path too. And there's, there's a place out there for everybody. And so I would just encourage you know, if if you don't find what you're looking for or you're not sure what you're looking for, the team that you were dead set on going to doesn't have a, a place for you necessarily, well, hell, there's uh, 23 other teams out there. And, you know, me and um, Connor tonight tried to give you a little bit of insight in our organization. But, uh, you know, definitely look around and uh, get to know people. Awesome, awesome. Connor, yeah, you got anything uh, to add? Yeah, th- thank you very much, Dwayne. I appreciate the kind words. Um, you know, when, it, when I first came in as a rookie, um, I was with the Albuquerque Adams. Shout out to them. Um, having a great season. But um, in the locker room there, one of my best friends was um, Eagle Mondavi, who ended up um, now co-GM at, at St. Louis, and I have a great relationship with him and uh, Winkler. And so, I, again, I, I want to kind of sing the praises of St. Louis. I think they're doing everything the right way, and it's kind of what um, I'm trying to build up here in uh, San Diego with Javier and Optimus and Liam and everybody um, in the group. And as Dwayne was mentioning, if you want to kind of be a part of um, the history of a new franchise and kind of make your mark in the SFL um, with a team that is, is very new, you know, consider us. Um, we're, we're kind of trying to build a successful organization um, from, from the ground up. We had our first season, um, but we're still looking for, for certain roles and key players to kind of step in and kind of help out our team, um, kind of go to where we need to go, and as well as just help out the league in general. So we're always looking for dedicated people who want to kind of help um, within San Diego, but also the SFL in general, um, and we're all ears. You know, feel free to just send me a DM, even if it's a position we're not looking for. I'm happy to get to know everybody. Um, I want to try to be able to help and answer questions. You know, some of the times you just may have a question you don't know who to go to, Feel free to send me a DM. I'm happy to answer them. So my, my DMs are always open. Again, it's Connor Weston um, for my Discord. And, uh, again, just appreciate the time here that Dwayne kind of has um, to speak to everybody. Same with Nelson for having us both on. Um, yeah, and so if you have any other questions, feel free to get um, get into my DMs. Perfect. Thank you, two gentlemen, uh, for, for doing this. I, I promise you, I don't know how I do this, but this, intertwining of teams <laughs> has been pretty big. I, I did it on the last show with with London and, and, and Baltimore, and now the St. Louis kind of San Diego connection with friendships and coaches that have been promoted within, um, as well as myself, right? It's, it's just amazing to be able to share this on air. And these are honestly, man, very big, memorable moments. So I appreciate you two gentlemen being able to share those moments with me uh, tonight. So uh, with that being said, uh, we are going to close this out. Uh, we do have a show on Friday. Um, that show will end up being uh, two rookies on there. Uh, we'll have uh, Axel Raven, the linebacker of the Tacoma Grizzlies, as well as we will have uh, uh, Justice Blackwell, which, again, shout out to Justice. I don't know if he listens to the show, but you are part of a lot of stories here. 
Um, so I'm very interested to hear yours on Friday. And the following Monday, we will have uh, BJ Loveless, the new GM of Queen City, uh, on our show, as well as Dave Access, the Lone Star GM, as well, best uh, uh, one of the best ambassadors here in the league that we have. So again, thank you for joining me. See you guys on Friday. Have a great evening.